matter. All right, now, uh, I'm just going to tell you what I was thinking about. One day when I was driving home, and um, uh, you ever doubted God? I'm sure you all have. Yes. Come on, be honest. Yes. All right, good. And, and, and um, it's okay to doubt him. It's a natural thing. It, now, we don't want to rest in there and stay there, but, I mean, everybody's doubting God at some point. And, and so I was thinking, I'm like, what, what keeps me encouraged? What, what keeps me encouraged is not people telling me great things. That doesn't keep me encouraged. I mean, people telling me, oh, you, you do a good job and all that. That's not what keeps me encouraged. What keeps me encouraged is I, I know that there has to be a God. There, there has to be. Amen. And, and if there is a God, then no matter what I'm facing or whatever I'm thinking about or whatever is my, coming my way or whatever trouble or whatever, 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 then the fact that God is a real thing keeps me encouraged. Amen. So, sometimes you got to remind yourself that he really is real. Yep. Amen. Because sometimes the world makes you kind of have you going, is he, is he, is he, is he real? I remember I was... Uh, getting ready to speak at this, at this church, and it was packed. There was a ton of people there, and I was standing off to the side. And, and, and man, I, I think it was, it had to be satanic. And, uh, it, it, and, and what came to me was, was, God's not real. This stuff's not real. Now, I'm standing there getting ready to speak, right? I'm standing off to the side, and they're, and they're finishing worship, and the pastor is, is doing the hype, and he's getting ready to bring me out. And I'm standing there going, this stuff, look at this, this stuff isn't real. Hmm. What, what are we doing? This, 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 you know, this stuff, this, this got to be some kind of story we tell kids, you know, at night before television or something. This, this, this can't be real. And, and, and then I shook it off really fast because I, I go, well, it's got to be real because I'm not gullible. I mean, man, I'm, I'm a skeptic. My first response is skeptical, skepticism. Every, oh, we were watching the draft. And, and we, were, we were Zooming the draft, me and a bunch of guys. And we're all on the thing and we're watching the draft. And they're like, oh, that's a great, oh, this is going. And I'm like, skeptical. <laughs> 50 years of the Detroit Lions are how you so skeptical, man. <laughs> and I don't care if we got new regimes. I don't care about this. I, man, it's 50 years. You're not going to just erase it. I'm, I'm very skeptical. So, so I'm thinking I'm not gullible. I, and, and I'm very uh, uh, calculated in the way I think. And, then, and I'm going, that's why I believe. Because man, I used to believe that we should just believe because we should because we're told we should believe, and because we, we should actually, we're, we're, since we, we believe in faith is the way we, and then I realized as I continued on that, no, it's, it's a very logical thing. Christianity is very logical. Mm-hmm. You don't just believe to believe, you logically can, 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 can calculate in your mind that there has to be a God, it's gotta be. And so here's the main thing, if it's not a God, then what's the alternative? That, that the, what, the Big Bang Theory? <laughs> you know, what, what's the alternative that everything in the universe just appeared? Mm-hmm. That the alternative, that, that it was just meant to be? How, how is the Earth the only inhabitable planet for humans? In the solar system, mm-hmm. that, is, that is ginormous. We don't even, we haven't even, it, it, they, mankind in this arrogancy, 
We haven't even reached part. We don't even know how big the solar system is. And so the earth is spinning around somewhere and we're able to to live here. Go live on Saturn and see how it works out. (laughs) Mars is the closest thing and we can't live there either without a suit. Everybody say amen. Amen. So so that's just a coincidence. What's the alternative? Every everything has a purpose. Amen. Even mosquitoes. And I'm thinking, Lord, you blew down. There's, there's no reason for mosquitoes other than you just want people to be aggravated sometimes. Because what is the purpose of a mosquito? There was, see, God blew that one. We can live without mosquitoes. And then I did an investigation on mosquitoes. And I went, oh, we can't live without mosquitoes. Because mosquitoes is a major food source for other animals. Amen, somebody. And they pollinate. I didn't know that. So I'm like, even mosquitoes. <laughs> I hate flies. Only good fly is a dead one, man. And if a fly comes in my house, we don't let it out. <laughs> Kill it. It should have never came in here. You know how the fly gets to the screen, you just let them out? Nah, you ain't getting out of our house. And, and don't let Courtney have the hot shot because, man, we all have to wear gas masks. She's spraying a half a can of gas mask on a fly that is dripping down the wall. And I'm like, oh, could you just smash the fly? Now we all in here dying. Get, get, Julian like, Gordy, put the hot shot down, put it down. And, but it's like, there's purpose for flies. Cause God needs garbage men. That's what flies do. It's, so my thing is, is, everything is so calculated. Everything has a reason for being here. So it's got to be a God. What is that happenstance? What is that like a coincidence? Okay, okay, it's not a God. So give me the logical, and it's got to be logical now. Give me the logical thing of what's the alternative then? And nobody has one. Mm-hmm. How, how is the body built so intricate how, how do animals know what to do i used to raise rottweilers and i used to sell them and and when 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 my kids were my daughters were young and they grew up with dogs all around them i had dogs all the time and man when 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 a, when a female would have a litter my, my female her first litter was 14 puppies 14 and she knew what to do how does she know what to do her mom didn't teach her amen it's instinct Mm-hmm. You see animals scurrying around. How can birds build a, you ever seen a nest, a, a tree that's full of leaves and you know it's a nest in there? When the tree dies and the weather comes, ice and wind, how is that nest still standing there? How do birds build a nest that can handle that? Amen. Mm-hmm. I, now, I'm not a tree hugger. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a tree hugger at all. I'm, I'm not an animal <laughs> activist, you know. And I'm not a nature nut. I'm not, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I, if an animal gets ran over, I go, well, there's one less one. I'm sorry. I <laughs> one less squirrel in the world. I mean, I don't know. And I, I know it breaks some of your heart. I'm just not a tree hugger. I just don't. But man, if I can't help but look at nature and go, man, it's got to be a God, man. Cause Amen. How are, they, how are they doing this stuff? Amen. How do you do How do deers change colors? Mm-hmm. You know, how can... 
How, it's this tree right by my front door, and, and a few days ago, wait a minute, about a week ago, it had nothing on it. It looked like I should have cut it down. Today, it's got stuff all over it. Amen. I'm like, in, a, in two days? Mm-hmm. How's, how, it's got to be. It's got to be a God. Amen. Okay, if it's not, then what's the alternative? Mother Nature? <laughs> Mother Nature. <laughs> Mother Nature's the author. Mark chapter 9. Who's read? Chris, you read? I am. Mark 9, 19. Let, let, me, let, me, let me show you this. And, this. and then we'll walk through this really fast. But what is this? This is, in my mind, there has to be a God. So what keeps me encouraged? It's, it's got to be a God. It has to be. There's no, there's no other explanation other than God. You know, none. So here it is. Mark 9, 19. What does it say? You unbelieving generation, Let's Jesus see, replied. Jesus talking now. Chris, what's going on is Jesus is a little salty. <laughs> because he goes up in the mountain. He comes back down. The disciples are arguing who's the greatest. They're, they're trying to find out which one is better. He's mad at that. And then, and then they bring, this man comes with his son and he brings him to the disciples and goes, he's full of demons. Can you guys help? They couldn't help. And so Jesus is mad. And he goes, you people don't today just don't believe. You don't believe nothing. You All this time I've been with you, you do not believe. Chris, go ahead. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? See, Jesus is bent out of shape. And, he, and at what? Their disbelief. He's going, I, you guys are starting to aggravate me now. How much longer am I going to have to be with you to get you to see things, to get you to live by faith? Come on. Bring the boy to me. He says, forget it. Where's the boy at? Hey, bring him over here. Bring, bring me the boy. Come on. So they brought him. Yeah. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. Uh-huh. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Says, now, as soon as the power of evil saw the power of Christ, it began to flip out. Amen. Why? Because Jesus is just the almighty, man. He's, there's no other power greater than him. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Jesus is so amazingly strong. His presence changed everything. Just his presence. And the beauty of it is he was so humble the whole time. Jesus was there at the beginning. Satan recognized that. Demons know that. They understand that. The people don't, but they are the, the demons understood who he was. Everybody say amen. amen. So Jesus hadn't even done anything, and the enemy starts flipping out. So, oh, oh, so that's what happens to you. So when you go to work and people flip out on you, you're going, what the heck is going on? Well, you just walked in there, and with the evil in there, doesn't like you. Amen. It's scared of you. You ever have somebody like you, don't like you for no reason? Mm-hmm. That thing with this in, that's in them doesn't like that thing that's in you, and that thing that's in you is stronger. Amen. Amen. So what does it do? It flips out. Oh. Flips out. So, so here it is. He walks up to the guy, and then the, the boy, and then the demon just says, oh, it's Jesus, and passes out. And he's throwing the boy into convulsions and go. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? Okay. From childhood, he answered. Mm-hmm. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. Okay. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. He says, now, he's been like that since he was born. And he says, now, now if you can do anything, can you have pity on us and can you bless us? 
And this is what Jesus says, go. If you can. He going, so what? Jesus. If I can. <laughs> See, Jesus is upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus goes, Jesus said to the Father, what did you say? <laughs> did, did you just say, if I can do anything? <laughs> you said, if I can do anything. See, Jesus is bent all out of shape. Emotions, man, are, they, they are God-given. Mm, amen. But you have to always control them. Amen. So frustration is a God-given emotion. Amen. How do I know? Jesus is frustrated. And the Bible says he never sinned. Right. So my thing is sometimes frustration is needed. Mm-hmm. Know why? Because it gets things straightened out. Sometimes anger is needed. But anger out of control can be sin. Amen. So your emotions are very much God-given, but they have to very much be in the control of God. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. It got through you. You have to learn how to control your emotions. The only way you can do it is through God. But sometimes frustration is the only emotion you should have. So Jesus is bent out of shape, and he goes, man, okay, now here you go. Here you go. You don't even believe I can do anything. If I can do anything. Me. Come on. Everything is possible for one who believes. Man, did you know that everything is possible? This is nothing. Everything is possible if you believe. And what? That I am who I say I am. That the Amen. Father is the source of everything. Hallelujah. That the Holy Spirit is the power in which we live by. Yes. Amen. Come on. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. And that's the best prayer in the Bible. Amen. Amen. He, he, my, my, the real translation, Chris, it says that the man said it in tears. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears. I do believe I wouldn't be standing here if I did not believe. I would have never came. I would have never brought my son to the disciples if I didn't believe. But you got to help my unbelief. Amen. That's a great prayer. It's one you should pray often. Because, man, it's like, man, of course I believe. But, man, this is the big one, Elizabeth. (laughs) see this one right here is really this is a struggle see this one is beyond my faith-o-meter he says of course I believe I wouldn't stand here if I didn't believe but 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 man you got to help my unbelief you got to help my these moments when I go is it really is this listen look look what you guys believe you believe (laughs) this is what you believe that some being that has no beginning and no end, in which you've never seen, created everything that you exist by. He knew you before you knew yourself, before, you know, before your parents even met each other. He knew he wanted you here. He, he, he had a plan, and the plan got messed up, but he, he created man and something went wrong. And then... All of a sudden, he's got to fix it. So he goes, I'm, I, you guys really should die because I told you not to do that. But I'm going to do it. So I'm going to have a son and I'm going to take my son who's here. He's here next to me. I'm going to shrink him down into an embryo, put him into a peasant girl who's never been with a man before. He's going to be born. 
He's going to live with you for 33 years. They're going to kill him and shed his blood. And then now in which you can be saved by that. You believe that. Amen. Yep. Hallelujah. That sounds like a movie, a bad Amazon movie. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Some of them movies, you'd be like, who funded this? <laughs> you ever seen a movie that was so bad, you had to finish watching it? Yes. One of our favorite jokes in the house, me, Courtney, and Julie, is this movie called Jiu-Jitsu. Now, I'm a martial arts fan up to the yank. I mean, I love to see people get kicked and punched and chopped. And, and, and it's one, it is probably the worst martial arts movie ever been made. And we've seen it like three times. <laughs> it's so bad, it's amusing. <laughs> So here it is, you guys believe this cockamamie story, man, of this, this, this being who created everything and, and, and his son came and, and now you can be blessed on earth and when we, you, in eternity, now when you die, you're gonna go somewhere and you're gonna be with him and then the world's gonna end and you believe in the Noah and the boat and all that. You guys believe that? Of course you do. And here, here's the thing. What's the alternative then? Mm -hmm. I was telling somebody, man, you know what? Why do we speak all these languages? Well, you ever heard of the Tower of Babel? Amen. When the people got so arrogant, they built the tower so high because they, they wanted to shoot an arrow into heaven and kill God. And then God knocked it down and knocked them down. And then when they got to the ground and everything settled, they couldn't even understand each other. Everybody was speaking different languages. That's where the word babbling has, comes from. Yep. The Tower of Babel. Yep. It's, it, it just, it just, it's so amazing, it has to make sense. Amen. There's no way you can convince me there's not a God. Amen. No way. I mean, I'm just, it's, it's, that's what keeps me encouraged. Not people telling you you're doing a great job. Not people telling you how great, not people telling you that you know, you're, you're a great person. No, you know what keeps me encouraged? You know what keeps me encouraged? Nobody has to pat you on the back. What should keep you encouraged is the fact that you know there's a God. So therefore, if there's a God, what he says is true. And if I know a little bit about the Bible and I apply it to my life, then some kind of way, I'm going to be good. Amen. Amen. Even if they slay me, Amen. yet will I trust you. <laughs> That's what should keep you encouraged. All right. So here it is. Jesus goes, okay. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. We know the story. The boy got healed. Jesus had no issue with the guy after that. It is, the fact, it is that moment when you believe, but you're struggling. You believe, but part of you don't think. You think that, yeah, I believe, but I don't know if you can fix this one. You believe, but you say, man, this one is way too hard. You believe, or you say, no, I'm stuck in what I am, and I, I'll never change. And the, Jesus says, all things are possible. Amen. So you know how I know you can change? Because I can change, and I'm worse than you. <laughs> I'm a villain, man. Don't you guys understand that? I walk on the dark side. 
I'm Darth Vader, not Luke. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm, 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 oh, I walk that thin line. I'm, I'm a scoundrel. Who God has grabbed and said, stop it. <laughs> it's, it's, see, see, how do I know you can change? Because I had to change, and I'm worse than you. They did a psychological profile on me when I was at work. Can't remember, they, they were profiling everybody. They took my profile and went. <laughs> your, your, profile, your profile matches like a hitman or something. I'm in the wrong field. <laughs> I'm just trying to run the plant. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just answering the questions <laughs> truthfully. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Don't tell nobody that. Don't tell nobody that. Chris, where are we going? Let's go. Romans 1. Romans 1. We got one verse. Romans 1 and 20. Chris, give it to me. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities. Oh, Christy, there are things about God that people cannot see. His eternal power and all that makes him God. Chris, but since the beginning of the world, those things have been easily easy for people to understand this is how. Um, they are made clear in what God has made. Yes. If you think about what God has made, you, you say, man, he's powerful. Mm -hmm. I was there on all three of my children's births. I was in the room and I was going, how? <laughs> how? Don't, just how? <laughs> well, I know how, but how? How, how, how does... How do you carry that in there and that thing's alive? <laughs> uh -huh. And then you're feeding it and you at the same time? Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And then where do women get the strength? That's why God is smart. He says, women got to have babies. Men will pass out. They'll never <laughs> have them. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you're not pulling that out of me. You got to be out of your mind. God is like, nah, men can't have babies. I got to put that in there. Because he know we, we couldn't handle it. I can't handle the flu. So it's like, <laughs> man, I'm like, man, it's, it's got to be. It's, I don't understand this. It's the things that God has made now. Mm -hmm. Think about it. The earth is spinning right now. Mm -hmm. We can't feel it. Mm -hmm. How's he doing that? And if it doesn't spin, we'll all be floating away because we got no gravity. Mm -hmm. You telling me? You telling me that just happened? How are you telling? Okay, okay. I'm on a roll. <laughs> Back in the day, you know, they were riding buggies and with horses mm -hmm. on roads that weren't roads. They were just dirt and plowed. Look how we get around now. Do you really think? Do you really believe? that Henry Ford and all these cops, they're that smart. 
You really believe that? You, I drove through a tunnel underwater. Amen. Man, is that smart. Mm -hmm. I threw, drove through a tunnel through a mountain. I'm driving through the mountain on paved roads with lights. Man, is that smart. If man was that smart, how come that stuff wasn't happening years ago? How come, how come back in the day they didn't even have toilets that flushed? You think men just grew up and grew smart? No, God was giving information the whole way. Amen. That God was possible of that from the beginning, but he gave man dominion. So he had to work through mankind. God was possible of these scientific and technology things that we deal with now. He was possible of that when he said, let there be light. Amen. Amen. So when you drive across, across the Mackinac Bridge and you go, man, this is amazing. You really think mankind is that smart? Everything is under the inspiration of God. Amen. You, when you fly in an airplane, you go, how are they keeping this big old thing in the air? Man, is that the Wright brothers were that smart. <laughs> Not buying it. Amen. How can you tell, Chris, how can you tell the invisible things about God's power? Just look at what he's made. Amen. <laughs> okay, okay, you want to talk about nature then. Uh, uh, go look at the Grand Canyon. Amen. Go look at, at the redwood trees in forests. Right. Go look at the, at the tundra in the Serengeti and see how animals function. Go downtown New York and look straight up. Amen. Oh, men did that. Really? We weren't doing that in 1874. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. So, so, so how, <laughs> I, I know we can't, there are things about God we cannot understand, we can't see. His internal power, we don't, we don't really know. We, we don't know, really don't understand how powerful he is. But, but since the beginning of the world, these things have been understood. Why? Because they've been made clear by what he's made. Yeah. He's made us. The human body is amazing. Amen. Animal nature is amazing. You know, the robins are back. And those are the same robins that was there last year. Yep. They come right back. They go somewhere and they come right back. I saw this documentary they were doing about birds that migrate south. And you know what they do? They follow the roads. I was like, what? <laughs> they had these things, these, these cameras, and they had these sensors on them and stuff, and the birds were actually following freeways to get to where they were going. <laughs> wow. How, come a, how can a hawk or eagle just stop flying and stand still in the air? Don't, you ever seen a hawk or an eagle fly? They don't flap. They're too cool for that. <laughs> they just do this. I'm about to kill that rabbit right there. <laughs> that rabbit is mine. I don't know. Okay, stop moving. Stop moving. Stop moving. Stop moving. And if you look at nature, God has given every animal something to help it. 
something, something's going to help. If an animal is either fast or strong or it's fierce, you know, or it's got some kind of poison, you know, it's just amazing what God has done. Just look at nature. At what God has made. And so you think about God's power, you're like, man, only, man it's got to be, it's, it's got to be a God. I don't understand why this is going, why does that happen like that? How do sea turtles know to come out the water, go bury eggs and come back? And then they hatch so many of them because they know some of them are going to be food for other people, other animals, but some of them got to make it. So how do they overcome it? By having thousands. Some of them are going to make it. That's how I keep the species going. I'm like, God, how are you doing this stuff? Oh, I know, I know, because you're God. Amen. And your power I will never truly understand. Amen. But I can try to see a little bit of it based off of what you've made. Oh, what is it, man? It's got to be a God. It's got to be. It's got to be. Oh, give me the alternative. Go ahead. I'll wait. Who taught them that? Their mothers? Their mothers wasn't around. You know, mother cheetahs take, teach their children, mother lions and teach their children. Who teaches mother, who teaches turtles how to do that? And, oh, we came from monkeys. I don't, I don't look like no monkey. <laughs> Mon monkeys are ugly, man. Yeah. Some ugly dudes, man. We were at the zoo and this chimp was there and he's looking all stupid. <laughs> and he's playing with poop, and, and I'm like, yeah, we, we came from those. <laughs> Your family came from those. My family didn't come from that. <laughs> That's not my culture and heritage. <laughs> They're picking their butts and eating it. They're planting their nose, and I'm like, nah, I ain't come from no monkeys. I'm sorry. Chris, I'm drifting. Get me out of here. Psalm 19. Yes. Is that where we're going? Yep. All right, read it for me. The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God. Come on. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. The skies, man, I was, this is how this came about. I was riding up 53 one day um, over by like 23, 26 miles. I forgot where I was coming from. And the sky was burgundy. And I'm driving and I'm like, now Tim, Tim always, Tim, he, unfortunately he gets up way too early for me. <laughs> and so Tim would be up on the roof or someplace fixing an air conditioner or something. And he'll get a picture of the sunrise, he'll send it to me. And I go, man, that's amazing that you're up that early. <laughs> but you know what it is? Know what it gets you, Tim? You see God in that. Amen. The sky was burgundy, burgundy. And I'm, because it was sun, the sun was setting, but it was the way the clouds were. I don't know what was going on. But I'm like, why is the sky burgundy? And I'm driving, but, I'm, and I'm not, I'm still on course because it's like in front of me. And I'm like, man, look at that sky. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's like, look at, how is that? Look at that. It's like, I mean, I've never seen that. Burgundy? I'm like, that, that is, I'm not a tree hugger. <laughs> and I'm not a, oh, look at the sunset. I'm not, I'm not like that. But I was like, whoa, that was amazing. Amen. And all I could think was, God, only you can do stuff like that. It's only you can do it. It's, it's, only, it's no way 
The, if we really, the, how are the heavens like it is? How do these clouds roll in like that? And they, well, and then weathermen go, well, wind pressure from the east and storm from the south. And I'm like, shut up. You know what that is? <laughs> in the beginning, God created heaven, heaven and, and earth. earth. And he affirmed it. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. He created atmosphere. Hallelujah. In our arrogancy, though, we, we scientifically try to figure it out. And I go, well, that's good because God is scientific. Mm -hmm. That's the way he planned it. Yep. You think God just, just said, okay, just try to work? No, everything with God is scientific. Amen. So I know the high pressure from the north, the cold front from the west, and the wind pressure that's blowing at a certain percentage. And I know that was all God's plan. He's scientific. Mm -hmm. So some kind of way, the sun was sitting at the right time at the right place, and the sky was burgundy. Burgundy almost cranberry-like. And I had never seen that before. And I'm like, it's got to be a God. So the Bible here says, Chris, read it again, please. <laughs> the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. The skies is telling me <clears throat> that God is there because who can do that? Amen. Amen. Who can do that? How can that be that way? Even the sky is there. It's, it's telling me that, that there's got to be. Next verse. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Day after day, they tell more of the story. Amen. And each night reveals more and more of God's power. Amen. Why? Well, God said, I'm going to create two lights. One to rule by day, one to rule by night. One is called the sun, one is called the moon. It hasn't stopped. Amen. And the moon doesn't really set. The sun just overpowers it. Mm -hmm. God is scientific. Yep. He says one would be the greater light. Hallelujah, somebody. And then, it, and then what is God thinking? Because I don't know why in scientific uh, uh, fact can't really understand why. They understand the benefit of it, but they don't know why we need it. Sleep. God says it'll be easier for them to sleep when it's dark. The body's going to need sleep after the fall. Mm -hmm. Sleep helps you recover. Everybody say amen. Amen. Sleep helps you feel better. Amen. So God says, I'm going to have to turn the lights out. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But then every morning, sun comes out. Amen. Every morning. The sun has to set to allow the moon to shine. Mm. And the moon is not bright enough to make it light like it is today. Only the sun can do that. Amen. But, but God said that. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. So what do you, just look up in the sky. Just look how, how and how is that? There's this thing called energy. If you, if you take a hot cup of coffee and, lose, and leave it out for, for five minutes, seven minutes, what happens? It cools off. It loses energy. It loses the energy of heat. It, it goes away. How come the earth hasn't lost energy yet? Scientifically, it says that everything can lose energy except the earth. 
the sun is still rising and setting and the moon is still shining. When God spoke into existence thousands of years, billions of years ago. And then I've heard eight years ago, I can't explain that. Can't explain that. I don't know how the solar system works. Well, I know how it works. <laughs> Amen. So when you have doubts, just look into the sky. And go, man, these clouds are dark. And then an hour later, man, it's so nice out. That's called Michigan. <laughs> Chris, where are we? Three. Read that one for me. They Almost have done. no speech. They use no words. No, they're not talking. They don't have any speech, and they don't use any words. They don't have any sound. They, the sky isn't going to talk to you and tell you there's a God. And no, the, the, the clouds aren't going to say anything to you. They just speak to you very loudly, though, uh -huh. by the way it is. Mm -hmm. They speak to you without saying a word. Amen. Mm -hmm. Tim stands on that roof and goes, wow. Amen. I'm like, the sky is, is cranberry. Never seen that. Been on the planet for a little while, never seen that. It says, you cannot hear them say anything. They don't make any sound you can hear. Verse 4, Chris, go. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. And their teaching reaching the ends of the earth. They're talking, you know what they're saying? God is glorious. Amen. God is almighty. Amen. All things come from the Father. I just saw that tornado that ripped through Florida. And I'm like, man, nature is something else, man. And then people go, well, it was, God is angry. Well, no, the, the nature is just powerful. Nature is very powerful. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Go, go, see the, go see the Niagara Falls. Go take mm -hmm. a look at it. And you'll be like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Mankind isn't capable of nothing like that. Go see a waterfall. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Hawaii and these waterfalls, and I'm like, man. In, in a man's best day, they can't design nothing like this. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. Almost there, almost there. Chris, where are we going? In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's it. Yeah, see, now in the heavens, God is, know what he did? He's saying, listen, son, I'm going to need you to keep doing that. I spoke what you would do billions of years ago, and I want you to continue to do it. You won't lose energy. <laughs> you, won't, you won't lose energy. If you, if you freeze a drink, leave it out, it loses energy. At some point, it gives out. Mm -hmm. Here's the sun still setting, still, still, still rising. Here's the earth still spinning, still, hasn't lost energy yet. Hallelujah, am I? Here's the season still changing, still changing. Boy, who, who designed that? Somebody very scientific and someone all-powerful. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a God. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Next one, Chris, where are we going? 1 Corinthians 8. Okay, we're almost there. We're almost there. Go. Yet for us, there is but one God. Now, for us, there's only one God. Come on. The Father. From and you know what? And he is our Father. See, make sure you look at God the right way. He's your God and he's your Father because you got to look at him both ways or you're going to miss it. Amen. Amen. 
right? So I know people, you grew up knowing him as God, and he's God, and don't say anything in church or you get pinched, and, you know, mm -hmm. and then be good or God's going to get you. But don't forget that he's the father. Amen. Don't forget that he's the father. He's a very loving father. Everybody say amen. Amen. Come on, Chris. From whom all things came and for whom we live. And all things came from him, so therefore we have to give him back with something. What do you give him back? You. Amen. Because all things come from the Father. Everything comes from the Father. No, my job did it. My intellect did it. My education did it. No, it didn't. You know how I know that? Because you're one phone call away from your life being jacked up. Amen. And there's nothing you can do about it. You're one diagnosis from everything being different. So when, you, when we get arrogant and think, oh, look what I'm accomplishing. Really? Life is so fragile, so fragile. It can take a turn in a blip, and then you'll be sitting there going, I'm out of control. Everything comes from the Father. Amen. That's not being religious. Not being religious. It's being practical. Yep. It's being logical. It's not, you're, you guys aren't. Aren't, 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 aren't uh, mesmerized by some wives' tale or some 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 great tale of this God? And no, you got no, no. It's very it's very logical why you believe that. It's very practical why you believe that. You guys are practical thinking. You guys are not. You guys aren't gullible. There's too much evidence. Amen. And then, okay, if he's not, then give me the alternative. And you can't just say. It just happened. Nothing just happens. Chris, come on. And there is but one Lord, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, through whom all things came and, and Chris, through whom we live. There is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came through whom we live by. All things come from the Father. Amen. But all things come through the Son. Amen. And they come by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's how it works. That's how, that's, how, that's how your belief works. That's how you get things done down here. They go through, because you know what? G Man, Jesus is not, God is not going to break the rules. The elephant in the room is always going to be Jesus. There's no way around them. No way. We're trying to get around them. We try to get around them with religious practices and denominational thought. That don't work. We're trying to get around them by our goodness, which we ain't going to never be good enough. We try to send people to heaven because they're good. Sorry, Jesus is the elephant. You're not going to get around. There's only one way to the Father. Amen. And, and people go, you believe that it can't be one way to God? Yes, it can. Look at the sky. Who did that? Mm -hmm. If he did that, I'm going to believe this. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 If he, if he created this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe this. Amen. If animals know how to do that instinctively, I believe this. Mm -hmm. I believe Jesus. Jesus is the only way. He can't be the only way. You're not going to take him out of the picture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Chris. That's it for that. That's it? Mm -hmm. So we believe... That all things come from the Father through the Son. That's who, what we believe. 
that all things came from the Father. Everything comes from the Father. Hallelujah. How does it get to you, though? Through the Son. Amen. What manifested on earth? The Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Three of them. Oh, oh, three of them. But what's the difference? There's not one. <laughs> what? If you, did, if, you, if you drew blood from all three of them, it would be the same. Their DNA structure is all the same. Mm -hmm. But everything has purpose. So God, all things come from the Father, but the Son, it was created through the Son. And then the Holy Spirit is the thing in which empowers it. Why is the sun still setting? And well, because the word of God spoke it. See, see. All right, all right. One last one, I think. Chris, we got one last one. Yep. Okay, I got uh, one minute. Come on. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. This is Hebrews eleven. You guys heard this before. Faith is the substance of things. Well, I like it like this. Faith is what makes real the things we hope for. It is proof of what we cannot see. See, you can't see it, but your faith says it's there. And it's not wishful thinking. It's not positive thinking. Do you know that atheists can think positive? Mm -hmm. You know, just hold on, it's going to get better. It's not that, it's not that. It's not positive thinking. It's I can't explain certain things other than it's God. It's got to be God. How is the sky burgundy? Well, I know the light hit it a certain way. And no, I'm not buying that. How did, he, how did he get me to notice that? I'm not no tree hugger. I don't be looking up. Oh, look at the stars. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm not like that. God was trying to get my attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God's burgundy? And I hear, I hear the Holy Spirit go, yeah, what do you think about that? Man, it's got to be a God, man. I don't even notice the sky, to be honest, except when it's raining. Oh, look at that. How do bees know how to do honey like that? How do they do that? Mm -hmm. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. It's just instinct. Okay, where'd that instinct come from? Mm -hmm. All right, all right. I don't know. Verse 2 says, Hebrews eleven two. God was pleased with the people who lived a long time ago because they had faith like this here. Chris, read the last verse, verse 3. I think that's the last one. Go. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. See, by faith we understand that God spoke everything into existence. He created everything. No, that sounds like some movie. See, because Zeus was a god. Odin was a god. Oh, well, you know, some people pray, they pray to Buddha. His little chubby, cute self. <laughs> Elijah Muhammad has become godlike to the Muslim faith. So what are you talking about? See, by faith, none of them has ever said they created all of this. Buddha never said he created the heaven and earth. Elijah Muhammad never proclaimed to create heaven and earth. It had to come from somewhere. They never proclaimed it. 
Zeus, Zeus never pro proclaimed to create heaven and earth. Come on, come on. Almost done. So the universe was formed by, of God's command. Come on, Chris. So that what is seen was not made out of what is visible. So what was visible? faith is a substance of things that are hoped for. There's no evidence of it. So do you you're telling me, you're, you're logical people, and I'm skeptical. You're telling me you believe that God created everything. And I'm going to go, I believe it too. And, and, and the thing, you know why the main reason why I believe it? Just my life. I'm skeptical. How did, how did you change my life like that? I didn't do it. I didn't even want to do it. I sure, it, was, it wasn't I, I came to my senses. I ain't got no senses. You really think you just came to yourself? The Holy Spirit was drawing you the whole time. You didn't just wake up one day like, you know what, I want to be better. I want to be a better person. Before God, you already thought you were pretty impressive. And then God comes along and goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you smell pretty bad. And then you go, man, I, I do. And then you start looking at the word and doing what? Transforming your mind over something you don't believe? Of course you believe it. Know why you believe it? What did it do for you? I'm not talking about your do's and don'ts. I'm talking about your thoughts and your heart. Amen. I'm not necessarily even talking about your behavior. I'm talking about, because see, other religions can change your behavior. Let me tell you something. Real Muslims, not the jihads and the plane crashes. Real Muslims are very peaceful. Talking about the real ones. So I'm saying, my thing is, man, religion can change your actions, but what can... What can change your heart? What can actually get involved with you and change your very nature? Only God can do that. Because you're all as skeptical as I am. And I'm not just going to believe something just because you say I should. I need proof. And God says, you need proof? Look at that burgundy sky I just made. And I'm going, the sky is burgundy. God, why is, it, is the world ending? I'm scared. I'm like, I've never seen the sky look like this. No, I'm just trying to remind you. See, because yeah. I want your encouragement not to be someone who calls you and says you can make it. Or not to be, it's going to be okay, just hang in there. Or, or not to be, you know, just don't give up, don't give up, it'll get better. No, I want your encouragement to be in the heavens to know that if I can create this, your little junk is And then what happens? Your situations don't necessarily get fixed at that moment. But what happens is you stand here like Chris and go, it don't matter. It don't matter. You know only thing that matters? <laughs> It's Christ and him crucified and me trusting in that. And now I am adopted into the body of Christ. And now my father in heaven recognizes me as being one of his. And my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. So however this works out down here. That's how Peter went from, no, I'm not with him, to go ahead, kill me. 
Come on, huh? So we're gonna we're gonna be honest today. Cause man, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Man, throughout my walk with God, man, it's been many moments of doubt. And I just was like, man, Lord, I trust you, but man, you gotta help my unbelief. You know why? Because this has been too long, or you know, because I, you know, I just don't see a way out of this, or I don't see any good. You say all things work together for the good, but I'm not, I don't see it. I can't see any what good could come from this right here. And the beauty of God is he's patient. He doesn't, Jesus was bent out of shape, but he didn't kill anybody. But it did show me that at some point, they both go, all three of them go. Because the only one you can burden is the Holy Spirit. You, you burden him by your disbelief. And all three of them go, at some point, you telling me you still don't believe? So Jesus is on the mountain, he comes down, the disciples are arguing that who's the greatest? None of you are great, you can't even cast the spirit out the little boy. Jesus says, bring me the little boy. Even the father goes, ah, if you can help me, Jesus goes, okay, if I can help you. You too. And then the man goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I have faith, but there's sometimes. I've been watching this since he was a baby. I noticed this, this they couldn't do it, so, so maybe you can, but they couldn't. I'm not even sure if you can. Hallelujah, somebody. Jesus didn't get mad at him anymore. He totally understood. So no pride, no ego today. If you have struggle, if you struggle with unbelief, stand up with me. No pride, no ego. If you struggle sometimes, I mean, Everybody struggles, but I'm saying if you really battle with it, you really battle with it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 I'm going to pray. Uh, Val, Vic, Mike, I need you guys to, Sandy, I need you guys to walk through Camberley.